The Wings Over New Zealand show is brought to you in association with the Wings Over New Zealand Aviation Forum, New Zealand's number one aviation discussion forum online. There you'll find discussion on all aspects of New Zealand aviation, from history to current affairs and thousands of photos covering the Royal New Zealand Air Force, airlines, general aviation, warbird restorations, air show news, sport aviation, home building, gliding, aviation media and much, much more. You'll be in good company with other aviation enthusiasts, including pilots, engineers, warbird owners and restorers, historians and authors, modelers, aviation photographers and many others. Sign up to the Wings Over New Zealand community now. It's free and easy. Just Google Wings Over New Zealand and you'll find the forum. Hi, it's Matt Jolly from warbirdradio.com. Listen, I am thrilled to have Dave Homewood as part of our broadcast family and bring your stories, the stories of the RNZAF, heard right here on Wings Over New Zealand to our global audience. Thanks for listening and hope to hear from you sometime at warbirdradio.com. G'day, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. And we're from Plane Crazy Down Under, Australia's aviation show. And you can find us at planecrazydownunder.com. We reckon for the best coverage of the Kiwi Warbird restoration and aviation scene, you can't go past Dave Homewood and the Wings Over New Zealand show. On you, Dave. Yeah, good on you, mate. Yeah, we've got to get to New Zealand soon. Where is that anyway? Well, it's where I grew up. I thought that was Brisbane. This is Extended, the ETOPS Aviation Podcast. Here's Peter Johnson. We're in front of the Merlin. Can you tell us a little bit about the aircraft? What aircraft did you fly before? Uh, Suhoi 22. Right, okay. That's quite an interesting aircraft. Mm -hmm. What was that like to fly? Faster. Yeah. (laughs) Gareth Stringer. Make no bones about it. This is still a very capable aircraft. The cockpit's very cramped, you've got leg restraints on, you're sat on a seat that's got explosives in it. Tim Robinson. Uh, Also the A400M, got to go inside and uh, have a poke around with. Just taking me on the trip of a lifetime in a F-18F Super Hornet. Aviation-extended.co.uk And remember, there's no E at the beginning of Extended. Extend it. The Wings Over New Zealand show would like to acknowledge the great support it's had from Fly DC3. You can fly back in time with Fly DC3 from Ardmore Airport, charter the DC3 Dakota and fly into the past. It's an experience you'll never forget. Fly DC3. Go to www.flydc3.co.nz. Welcome to the Wings Over New Zealand show with Dave Homewood. Welcome to the Wings Over New Zealand show. I'm your host, Dave Homewood. I'm at the Classic Fighters Air Show at Domarka, and I'm really pleased to be sitting here with four members of the Black Falcon Aerobatic Team of the Royal New Zealand Air Force. Hi, guys. G'day, how's it going? Good, good. I'm just going to go around here and uh, get you to each uh, introduce who you are and what position you fly and um, just give a little bit of background of what you've been doing in the Air Force. Uh, g'day, I'm uh, Brett Clayton, I'm the leader of the Black Falcons and also officer commanding of uh, Central Flying School. Uh, my background, predominantly helicopters uh, with three squadron on the Huey. Uh, I then went instructing uh, on the CT4 air trainer, uh, the Sioux and the Huey. Then spent some time in Australia at, uh, at TurfTS in Perth on the PC9 before coming back and being involved with the, uh, the project that ended up uh, buying the, uh, the Texans and then uh, continued that on to, um, to the present day. Cool. And 
Dan? G'day, I'm Dan Pizarro, uh, Falcon 2. Um, I'm from Wanaka originally, uh, been in the Air Force for about 10 years. Um, I was three squadron as well, uh, flying Iroquois initially and then uh, and then was lucky enough to spend some time overseas training on the NH-90 helicopter. Um, before I did instructor's course on the air trainer, and then uh, and then followed the boss into the introduction of the of the Texan. Um, I now work at 14 Squadron, teaching uh, teaching students to fly the Texan, and uh, and yeah, number two in the Black Falcons, first first time in the display team. Cool. Uh, g'day, I'm Hayden Sheard. I'm currently uh, Falcon Four in the display team and uh, flight commander at Central Flying School at Ahakia. Um I too am a uh, helicopter pilot. Uh, masquerading as an as an aeroplane pilot at the moment, um, so predominantly three squadron for most of my career on Hueys and then later on the 109 as an instructor, um, and then more recently on the on the T6 uh, and working at CFS in in the display team. It was great fun. Cool. Um, Mike Williams, I'm Falcon 6. I've uh, been in the Air Force since 2003. Uh, I flew the Orion. And uh, I'm currently the an, an ACAT QFI at Central Flying School. Cool. Now, um, Brett, you were saying about the uh, you flew the PC9 in Australia, mm. and you um, y- you were then on the team that uh, brought this new aircraft into service. And they're a similar aircraft, aren't they? Yeah, they certainly are. The uh, the Texan was based off the uh, the PC9 sort of 20 plus years ago, um, but you know the Texan really is its own aeroplane in its own right. It certainly shares. Um, I guess some um, some some genes, I suppose, but um, you know the aeroplane is is being I guess redesigned, um, and uh, yeah, it's a good aeroplane actually. The the Texans, uh, it's a heavy aeroplane, um, and it's got a big, uh, powerful um, PD6 up the front. Uh, but the heavy aeroplane actually makes it really good for New Zealand's um, you know, conditions. With mountains, we have a you know, reasonable amount of turbulence around the place, so it's, uh, it's an aeroplane that can handle the bumps well, um, and it's a stable platform, which is, uh, makes it you know, a, a good aeroplane to do what you know, we, we do with the Black Falcons in terms of um, you know, uh, five-ship formation, uh, aerobatics, looping and rolling, and, and so on. Okay. Um, with the, uh, the process of selecting the aircraft, um, was there much else in the running? Um, did, did you have to look at a lot of other aircraft? Or? Uh, yeah, it was quite a uh, it was it was quite a competitive process. Um, we came up with a set of user requirements that uh, that that whittled it down to uh, a couple of aeroplane types: the PC9 and, and the T6. Um, and then through the the course of um, you know the the uh, the tender process. Um, you know, a winner was selected, um, but um, yeah, we had a, we had a set of user requirements that were signed off by the chief of air force, and then from that, um, you know, the, the, the Texan was the um, the airplane of choice. Cool, and it's turned out to be a very good uh, aircraft to fly, hasn't it? For particularly instructing. <coughs> it is. It is good. It's um, it looks complex when you look at it, but it's a simple airplane to fly. Um, simple controls, and it's designed from the ground up uh, as a pilot trainer. So it's perfect because. Uh, it's simple in its operation. So, for example, uh, with most gas turbine engines, you've got three levers to control the engine and propeller. And the Texan, it's just got one. And as a, a, a pseudo FADEC, you know, an electronic engine controller, which uh, which manages the engine, and you can uh, you can have the PCL parked at, at, at on the firewall and go straight to idle, straight back to firewall, and the computer works it all out for you. So, um, in that respect, it's bulletproof, which is great. Um, and also, in terms of teaching a uh, in terms of teaching a student, it's an excellent aeroplane because, like I say, it is stable, forgiving, um, powerful, and rugged. And uh, 
and it's got a great visibility for the student out the front and it's also equipped with all the modern uh, avionics and architecture that they could possibly need to go onto any of the, the other Air Force aircraft that we've got. Now you mentioned it being very stable and you know I've seen the display a couple of times now, three times I think, I saw it at a Harkier and a couple of times here. Um, you guys just seem to be so much in unison, there's not a lot of the buffeting about that you sometimes see in display teams. Um, what, what does it feel like being out on the on the outside of that? Uh, yeah, it's. Um, I, I was uh, pretty lucky to do a little bit of time in the in the checkers as well in the air trainer, and formation aerobatics do seem to be a little just a little easier. I mean, they're never easy, yep. <laughs> um, but they do seem to be a, just a touch easier in the T6. And I think it is the fact that the boss was saying before that the airplane's a bit heavier. There's a bit more momentum. We're going a little faster. Um, and that just seems to seems to allow us to, to follow what the boss is up to a little, maybe a little bit more uh, accurately. Yeah. Every, everything does actually seem to be a lot faster, uh, obviously because it's a fast aircraft. So does that complicate things with, when you're doing your manoeuvres, or does it make it easier when it's faster? Um, no, not not particularly. It's it's all it's all a relative thing. Uh, in the display, it's all we practice it so often. Um, you know, relatively to other things that we practice in the RNZF, you know, we're not we're certainly nothing like the Red Arrows or anything like that that, that practice three times a day. We're, a, we're very much a part-time bunch of people. Um, but the, because the display is so um, set and rehearsed, um, it can allow you to anticipate things. So we know when the we, we know within a few seconds of when the boss is gonna come this way or that so we can kind of anticipate a lot of that stuff right. um, what you don't hear generally during the display as well at the, is that the boss is talking pretty to us pretty much the whole way through the display over the radio okay. so he's telling us um, when he's turning when he's stopping his angler bank when he's tightening when he's pitching up and that's giving us little little cues as to what we need to be doing down the back right. okay. mm. and um Michael, your uh, your role is uh, as the commentator at the moment. So um, how how's that? Yeah, uh, well, uh, Falcon Six is kind of a jack of all trades, except for the the actual display itself. Yep. So it's uh, my main role be to provide the spare airplane when the team goes away, like to, um, like at the moment down here. Uh, it's a bit of a misconception that the number six can step into the team if a team member gets sick or or whatnot, but. Each role is so specialised that that's just not possible. So, right. if one person gets sick, then the the show doesn't happen. Okay. Yep. Um, so um, then that falls onto Falcon Six to provide the spare airplane, better display director, um, and some commentary and a lot of liaison with the different agencies to get a show off the ground. Uh, and if uh, listeners are wondering, we've got the Navy, I think, in the background with a sea sprite making all that noise. It's typical, isn't it? We're trying to interview Air Force guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, play one up. So, uh, who developed the uh, the routine and uh, uh, you know put it all together? I guess it was a um, oh, it was an absolute team effort. Um, Sean uh, Perrett, who's uh, Falcon Five, uh, and I spent some time. Uh, overseas last year visiting the roulettes and the red arrows um, so the Royal Australian Air Force and the, the Royal Air Force's uh, aerobatic team and uh, and they were those you know that period with those guys were instrumental in working out you know what what were safe maneuvers to consider what were not um, the key thing to note is the, you know, the, the things that we do to do with the Texan are first and foremost nothing new we're, we're not sort of trailblazers in that respect it's, it's all maneuvers that have been done 
uh, by like-minded display teams. Um, and secondly, it's, it's all about tailoring the show to, to the aeroplane strengths. You know, the, the Texan, because it's a heavy aeroplane, we can't um, flick it um, and, uh, and so on. So, you know, the aeroplane, it, it's like the grace of, of big looping and rolling manoeuvres. It's, you know, we're trying to show off the strengths, I guess, of the aeroplane. Um, so, you know, we, Sean and I sat down and, and, and nutted through a, uh, a bit of a routine and, um, and then we sort of cobbled it together and, and I guess a, a bit of a building block approach, you know, we looked at individual manoeuvres um, and then they, they either grew in, in aircraft numbers or reduced in altitude, so everything was done at, you know, uh, quite high and then as we got confident we, we brought it down to our, um, you know, our not below heights. And then, and then we basically put it in front of, uh, of a hakia and uh, our very first practice was overhead in airfield as opposed to sort of doing out, out the back and away from, from the eyes of, of, the, of the public or, or your, your colleagues. We yep. decided to put it right in front of, of base. Um, you know, a, number of, a number of reasons is that um, you know, you've got good reference features and, and so on. But also it meant that we could actually get some feedback right from the beginning and, and that feedback right you know, in those early days was critical to, to how the show developed and we, we made some, uh, some good changes to, to make it a show that kind of keeps um, increasing in uh, intensity throughout. Um, so yeah, a team effort but um, yeah, we're pretty proud of uh, the routine that we put together. Excellent. And, um, you've just done a, a South Island tour with the team, haven't you? Yes, that's right. Yeah, so that uh, it was good. Um, we uh, started off here in Blenheim and did a display over Woodburn Airfield. Yep. Uh, then off to Christchurch and displayed over Brighton, which was which was great. Um, Dunedin uh, it was really cool to get down south because I'm a I'm a southerner um, by birth, but um, unfortunately the mighty Otago weather didn't quite play the game. Um, but it was still great to see the turnout uh, for the locals to come and see us because we don't get down that way often enough. So uh, so that was really cool. And then, uh, and then one of the highlights of my career was a day where we did uh, a display in Queenstown uh, on the lakefront and then, uh, and then a couple of amazing transits through the mountain down to Tianau for another display. It was uh, truly awesome. Cool. Yeah. Are we going to see these aircraft going around uh, the regions uh, doing wise owls like they used to with the air trainers? Yes, definitely. So we just did, uh, just did the first wise owl on the pilot's course for the first pilot's course on the Texan. We did it, we did it here at Woodburn. Yep. Um, just as sort of baby steps because we've obviously got the Air Force Base here anyway. But uh, but expecting to hopefully see the next one uh, coming up sometime in the winter months this year up north where it's warmer. And then uh, and then I think the plan is you know summer months will be down south somewhere and winter months up north for two courses of pilots per year. So I uh, should hopefully see them out and about. Fantastic. I guess you can't get into the grass strips with the with the Texan like you could with the uh, air trainers. So. No, not so much. No, it's designed. The Americans the Americans have ten thousand foot. 50 metre wide runways everywhere, so uh, so they didn't even consider grass. It's, yeah, not, it's yeah. not a requirement for them, and so therefore that's the aeroplane that we've got. Cool. Well, um, you know, thanks very much, guys, for for sitting down and doing this. Uh, I know you're all really busy, and uh, you've done a display this morning, and then you went and did a fly past as well, didn't you? Yeah, we shot out to Nelson. Um, yeah, straight afterwards for a um, World War One memorial unveiling. Uh, that was neat. But uh, yeah, we get to, um, we'll, we'll do a debrief now and enjoy the rest of the show and then um, tomorrow we'll, we'll, um, the weather should be good and we'll put another show on first thing in the morning. Cool. Looking forward to it. Uh, me too. I've been really enjoying your all, all the shows I've seen that you do and it's been really fantastic. Awesome. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thanks, Thank Dave. you. Thank you. Cheers. 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 That was the Wings Over New Zealand show with Dave Homewood.